Hey there on this 1-12-2022 CDB. That's Eric Deshaun Bear, and I believe you're connected to this because you're ready for our Wednesday meditation, which shall begin in just a few moments. Well, good morning. Good morning. I got I got some good news for you. Oh, oh! I hope she won. She by a landslide. Oh, by a landslide! Oh, wonderful! Because it wasn't. Mm, I'm good because it wasn't well publicized. Half the people I talked to didn't know what I was talking about. I think last night when I looked at it, she had seventy-seven percent of the vote. Uh-huh. It was a low election, but she got about 4,000 votes. Okay, and, sure uh, was low, uh-huh. I'm glad she won. Mm. Yes, and, and, and she hit the road this morning heading to Richmond to get to work. So. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. So she'll okay. be on the job at the opening of uh session this morning. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Glad to hear. Wait till the last minute, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, well, we ain't gonna say nothing about that. But no, I, I want to know more on another. You know, we, when we see, I need to know what happened with the, all that. Okay. Why she had to do that? Yeah, I tell you later. Thing, how, why it happened in the first place? Okay. Well, I'll tell you later. Yeah, yeah, later. Uh, but yeah, so keep her in your prayers. She uh, heading up there. Uh, I don't know if she will drop by this morning or not. She, uh, she came to speak. We saw her on Monday, those views at the funeral. Right, uh-huh. Quite yeah, impressive. She, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She came in and, and uh, gave her remarks and... Uh, we appreciate her coming in and uh, Dr. Adele Martin. I, Dr. Martin, I want to say this. Uh, it, it kind of goes to show herself somewhat of how politics work. But when she ran for the office, Mama Bell, mm-hmm. of school board, I was working on the campaign of her opponent. Of her opponent, okay. Of her opponent. And uh, we were over at, I believe it was at the Titus Town Community Center, somewhere over there. Somewhere over there. And I want to say Titus Town, I'm not sure. But, uh, and she was there, and uh, I stood at the back door, and uh, she kind of gave me this evil look, because, you know, I was working for her opponent. Mm-hmm. And uh, we walked out this morning, and I kind of thought about it. But uh, when she came in out the door, she said, "I remember you." And I said, "Oh yeah." And I and I figured why she's gonna tell me that. <laughs> and and uh, she said, "Yeah, you. Uh, I met you over there in, in Ocean View when I was running." I said, "Yeah, you certainly did." And she said, you know something? 
out of all the people who worked on campaigns and stuff, I never heard you say a bad word about me. I said, I didn't know you to say a bad word about you. And she said, well, that's why I volunteered to come. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I appreciate some people. Mm-hmm. So, I appreciate all of you for supporting the old trolls' ideas and and Mama Bell. I tell you, Mama Bell uh, destroyed that piano. She embarrassed it. I was so happy out there, I gotta tell everybody else. I thought I was in Carnegie Hall playing on that yeah. on that grand piano. Oh, I was in heaven. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you, you played yeah. it like you were in Carnegie Hall. Oh, yeah. oh thank you. Great you did a very, very good job. I had a man, I'm gonna tell you this, well, I ain't gonna tell you the whole story, but I had a young man who and his mother was supposed to come because I wanted to not throw all the burdens on you. And uh, he was supposed to come and uh, he wanted to send me a bill, Mama Bell. Mm-hmm. And it was a bill I couldn't pay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I looked at him and he said, you know, he, he said some stuff. I said, listen to me. I said, I got Mama Bell over there. Mama Bell forgot more than you ever know. <laughs> and I said, I'm going to be all right with Mama Bell. And I tell you, 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 you did not make me out alive. Well, I'm good. And sure. I've got my worth. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not in all the... Uh, I've been there, you know, with people yeah. in charge and all. But that, that, I, I just enjoy doing it. And I would have played more. I had songs. They're uh-huh. coming to me. They're coming uh-huh. because God is doing it. You know, bringing Yeah, well, I tell you what. I tell you what. Uh, Sunday service just got a little bit longer. You're going to have two, three more songs. Doing longer? That. Well, you know well, I don't like longer. Well, 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 then that's, uh-huh. that's, a, that's a problem because you're going to play for us. You're gonna, mm-hmm. We're going to put you to work. Mm-hmm. Well... Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. enough reminiscing today. We only got so much time to okay to uh, to share. Uh, I don't know if uh, we did so much talking. I don't know if my dear granny wants to give some words or, uh, before we move on. I would like to say thank you to everybody that has participated, everybody that helped, everybody that. Send up a word of prayer. I just tell you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I thank you for just being there to encourage my heart. I don't want to call names. I'm scared I might miss somebody's name. So everybody that, just like I said, everybody that was there participated. And to make the, the, the film to be a success. I know you won't say success, but... You know, just be there, and I just said thank you. Thank you for your help. I couldn't, it couldn't have been that what it was without you. So it was, I thank everybody for a teamwork that worked so faithfully. So again, I said thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you for asking me. It was a, I, I, it was a privilege to do it. Thank you. Miss well, Bell, how about Miss Bell? I like to say to you, you took the show. You took the oh show. My. Everybody was. Everybody was asking about you. Everybody was amazed. I, every, I knew everybody, but Miss Bell, they was amazed about you. And they told me that that's what church is all about, to encourage people. And they're so glad to be encouraging you. So keep on. Yeah, because you, um, you were the one that did it. You were the one. <laughs> I, you did. I mean, everybody people was coming up asking about you, and they was really amazed. So keep up the good work. Don't let the and don't let the enemy cause you to stop because of this or that. But you just keep pushing on, because you touched a many person heart that was in there. They came up and asked me about you. So, and, and that's why I said. I thank everybody, but I tell you, you took the show on that piano. You had the piano to talk, so. But I appreciate it was, everybody it that. Was the piano. That piano, you. You you took the show, Miss Bell. So be encouraged. Oh, be encouraged. And thank all you. I still say thank everybody. Thank everybody. But you, I don't know. You just just took the show, Miss Bell. I got to give you that credit. You took the show. So I appreciate oh, everything, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, all right. I would like for you to do it again, if you don't mind, go over there and just start tickling. Oh, you ready for me? To, yeah. Uh, to get, earn my $250, you ready for yeah, me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. I'll pay, pay you by the century because I can't afford okay. it. <laughs> yeah, I got my I got my two hundred fifty dollar uh box of candy. I got my yeah, got mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll pay you by the century, I promise. By the century, okay. <laughs> I'm marking it down. Okay. <clears throat> you want me to go now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. 
I love to tell the story. Amen. Genesis chapter 1 verse 27 I believe please forgive me a lot's going on this week but I believe I did 26 on Sunday I don't think I dealt in 27 but if I did then well I'm going to do it again so God created man in his own image he created him in the image of God he created them male and female Male and female. I want to talk to you just very briefly, and I don't know if I can even do this just as I try on Wednesday not to hit you with nothing that's going to take me too much time because I feel like that it's going to make me mad. But I want to hit you with the subject. This is a 50-50 split. This is a 50-50 split. Now, kind Father, we thank you for this opportunity to share, to study, to hear your case. And we ask that these moments will be taken to give clarity, to help us to see you more clearly, draw more nearly, and love more dearly. And all those in agreement with not only that prayer, but the word, respond with a howdy, amen. Mm. Amen. Amen. I think Amen. somebody's trying to send me a fax. Uh, I have heard well throughout my life this struggle. Uh, this struggle as it pertains to uh the division of, should I say, the battle between the sexes. Uh, all throughout my life, there has always been conversation about who is better, who is greater, who should be the head and who should be the tail. And even though the Bible said that the man should love his wife as Christ loves the church, I found that theologically there is a difference in that piece of business. Most folks do not take into consideration, which is why I also believe that many churches require, this is the reason, should I say, why many churches require seminary training, or should I say cemetery they require the cemetery training because down yonder at the school, you will learn that most of Paul's writings were uh, more 
structural than spiritual. Paul was taking the sacred text and he was going into these churches that were completely not only going against God, but they were completely going against the actual laws of the community. You know what it's like that in the church. Uh, I joke with Booth sometimes, and he jokes with me uh, when we say we're going down to see the board of Dickens. We don't say the board of Deacons, we say the board of Dickens. The reason why we say the board of Dickens is because every time you see a deacon, you're going to find some chick that he's digging in. So we call it the board of Dickens. I thought I'd get a laugh there, but I guess that might be a sore thumb because some of y'all might have been upset by one of them diggers. And that's all right. I'll leave that alone. And so understanding all of these principles, you understand Paul's reasoning behind his writing. Paul was speaking in a time where he had to focus on the law of the time. That being said, when you look at the New Testament and all of that, you look at law, you look at the interpretation of saying, but then when you look at Genesis, you look at the idea of God, his intentional purpose. And you say, well, Eric, that makes sense in words, but I don't know if I agree with that. Well, then let me ask you a question. If everything came from the beginning, then where in the beginning does it say that the woman is below the man? It does not say that. It said, first of all, that I believe, God says, that it is not good for man to be alone. Therefore, I will create him a helper. Now, I know, and you all know that around here we believe in studying and properly understanding the English language. And properly studying and understanding the English language helps us to understand that helper does not mean subpar. It does not mean beneath. Helper means just that, a helper. That being said, I get back to my point or to the train of thought I was on, should I say. I don't know if I'm ready for my point yet. We've had this struggle of who is in charge and who should not be in charge. And I believe that the reason why we have had a lot of these struggles, some of you would talk about women live and the women's rights movement and now the Me Too movement, so forth and so on, is because the balance of power has been so off to the point that our women have worked and fought and lived out of desperation. It's almost like they've been trapped inside of a thimble till they got tired. You ever sat there and held your breath and held your breath and held your breath? We used to play that game in school, see how long you can hold your breath. Sometimes you can hold your breath so hard until you're ready to pop. I believe that's been the women race. They've been holding their breath. They've been looked at like they were stupid, like they ain't got no sense, and I said it just like that. It's one thing for the man to protect his woman. It's one thing for the man to come in and make sure that no harm comes to her. 
But it's another thing when we have a society who looks at a woman as if she ain't got no sense. Oh, you need to shut up and go ahead. Bring me a man. You don't know what you're talking about. And then those who do love women and who do want to work with saints, they do so because they know that they can get over on them. They can use this fine individual to their advantage. And so either way, we find ourselves in this particular conundrum that forces the women to react the way that they have. I was chatting yesterday. I went over to the church, and I was sitting there talking and listening to the secretary over there. And and I just started listening and listening and listening. And after the end of listening, I kind of shook my head, and she said, why are you shaking your head? I said, because, you know, we have tied ourselves up in so many different crazinesses. It's almost like an extension cord that's knotted up. There's no possible sight, no way in sight of how to untangle this web we weaved. You got the women who are upset because they've been persecuted, but the men feel like they're now being persecuted. The men now say they didn't do nothing to the women then. The women then want to be not put in the position of the man now, so the man now can't have a good relationship with the woman now because the woman now and the man now is all suffering for what happened back yonder. It's a web that we can't unweave. When it all started, not from this authoritarian mentality, That's people. People have created this idea of authoritarianism. Do as I say. Move as I move. Go in the way that I want you to go. I'm the boss. That is humans. Nowhere in the Bible do you hear God use the term do as I say. He doesn't have to. His terminology is different. And even if he did say do as I say, it's from a different perspective. Listen, uh, I'm going to need for you to do this. And this is the reason why I'm going to need for you to do this. This is God speaking. I'm going to need for you to do this this way because, see, I see down yonder. And I see where there's a road that has a crack in it. And that crack has has weakened and weakened and weakened and weakened. And if you go down there, you're going to find yourself plopped down in that crack, which will end you. So please don't go down there. That's, 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 see, some folk, when, when they've always looked out for you, they almost have a right to tell you not to do something. The old songwriter said, I've seen the lightning flash and I've heard the thunder roll. I felt to break his ashes trying to conquer my sir, but I heard the voice of Jesus. He bid me still pry on. He promised. So you can tell me something when you ain't never left me. You can tell me something when you've always been there to get me out of trouble. You can tell me something 
when you're always watching and always trying to maneuver around my stupidity, you can tell me something then. But that wasn't authoritarianism because that goes against the text. Now, maybe I just read the Bible wrong, and, and I'm okay if I read it wrong. I tell you all the time, I'm confused. I thought I knew this book. Been in church 30-something years. I thought I knew this book, but I'm confused now. All messed up. Head came, see left from right. But the text is telling me something I ain't know before. It's telling me something that was different from what I, I am being contradicted in my own studies. Let us make man in our own image. I want somebody that looks and feels like me. Oh, well, that makes sense now when Paul says, love your wives as you love the church, as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. Well, I'll deal with that a little bit later, but I want to keep pouring out of that. Because he said, listen, you should love your wife like Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Why did he love the world? Because he wanted a world that looked like him. Ain't that every papa's dream? Every man's dream to have a son or a daughter that is his spitting image that he can be proud of. He can just look and say, that's my boy. That's my girl. Somebody that takes his breath away. That's every man's dream. They want somebody they can watch grow up and become somebody that bears their name, not because of ego, not because they want to show off to anybody. It does something to him when he looks down and he sees this creature, this human life. That no matter what happens in this world, no matter what goes on and what goes wrong, to a man, it's his child and his puppy. I watched my uncle. My uncle got a new puppy. And, Lord, he and that puppy's annoying. But the good thing about he and that puppy is all the cares of the world don't matter when he's around that puppy. Don't nobody else exist. It's just him and his puppy. That's a man. That's his desire. You cuss him out of the job, he go home to his puppy. Situations don't make sense, I go home to my puppy. Times that I want to cry, I go home to my puppy. Let us make man in our own image. And we created them 
male and female. Here's my point. The woman and the man are just as important to God equally. The woman is equally as important. Now, I know this, and I'm going to mess you up here. Because I understand the symbolism. Somebody came up to me and they they said, uh, well, you know, you got first lady, and first lady came from your ribs. No, she didn't. I got both my ribs intact. God ain't opened my body and take no ribs out and made first lady. First lady came grown through the same process I came through. As a matter of fact, she got here for ideas. Now, I understand what God did for Eve. He didn't do that for me. There's a whole different process. And I wish that we would stop taking stories and occurrences that happened back yonder and applied it every day. God ain't reaching nobody, no man's body, and take a rib and make no woman and gave it to him. He didn't do that. As a matter of fact, he didn't even do it anymore in the Bible. Joseph, not Joseph, excuse me, Jacob, worked 14 years for a woman. If, if that was the process, why he didn't lay Jacob down and put him to sleep? He didn't. He made Jacob work, and Jacob had to get Leah, and then he had to work some more to get. Are we reading the same Bible? The whole process is different. God does here what matters here, and he does there what matters there, and then he does for you and me what matters for you and me. So accept. God in the way that it is intended for you, not in the way that it was intended for there, or not in the way that it shall be intended tomorrow. But accept God today for the way it was intended for you, and then realize something. All of you married people and single people who have to deal with both sides, please don't be intimidated. Yes, God made man stronger. He did. That's a fact. A woman can go punch your brains out and you might fall, but a man kick you just with the pinky and you might die. That's a whole fact. Man should protect women. He should love and nurture women. That's a fact. But God gave them brains, these women. He created them with skills to these women. And oh, oh, by the way, when Jesus got up from the grave, the first preacher was a woman. Go read your Bible. Miriam was an evangelist over there in Exodus as they was coming out of it. Go read your Bible. God used women just as much as he used men. He took a harlot on the wall named Rahab and protected a nation. I'm t- don't tell me God don't use women. 
They are just as important. And so, my women, I wish you would accept your importance and don't go fighting. Don't try to prove your point and try to outdo somebody. You don't have to outdo nobody. You ain't got nothing to prove. You were uniquely and wonderfully made. And just like there's a hole in this world for me, there's a hole in this world for you. Though millions have come, there's still room for one. There is room for you, Brother Dennis. Good morning. Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you for today. We should always thank you for every day. I know there's a lot going on in uh, the lives of people on this this line, and and, uh, we'll continue to do so. So we're going to just take a few moments and think about that for a second. And and let's lift them up. Father God, we just thank you. We just thank you and praise you, God. I know sometimes it's hard to praise you every day, but, you know, just give us the strength to do that. Give us the strength to glorify your name, to help glorify ourselves through your name. And we just ask you, wrap your arms around us, bless us. Give us the strength to face whatever we have, whether it's just, uh, you know, time alone or time with family or time of healing. You know our needs. You know our hearts. You know how we've tripped uh, and stumbled, maybe. You know how sometimes maybe we even thought and said things we shouldn't have. And we just ask you to just, you know, remember that uh, uh, your forgiveness gives us our salvation. We have to remember that. And we just thank you for that. Again, we thank you for who you are, what you have done for us, and what you always will do for us. And just continue to bless us. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for, for saving us. Thank you. Your precious holy name, we pray. Amen and amen. God bless. Everybody have a great day. See you Sunday. Hallelujah.